Welcome back to the Human Up Podcast. My name is Victor Ong, and I am, first of all, very honored and grateful and appreciative for you as a listener to be following me in this journey right now in uh, this this process in improving emotional intelligence, in becoming not only a better man, but a better human being. And uh, really using this time to slow down, introspect, and really uncover the many limiting beliefs we might have, the, the many blind spots we might have uh, in our thought process and the way we process emotions and the way we behave and the habits we create. Um, so thank you for being here, for, list, for, for listening, and I hope that these episodes inspire you to create action in your own way or to create any insights for yourself in your life i mean otherwise i'm not really sure why else you would be listening to these episodes but um hopefully these do provide value for you um if it does i would very much appreciate you sharing this episode with someone that you'd love to have this type of conversation with. Um, I love podcasting, you know, for that reason, like being a device to set the context in um, having a deeper conversation, especially when we don't really even know where to start. So uh, yeah, today in this episode, I actually wanted to do an exercise that we, that that i do in my men's groups um both the one i participate in as well as the one i host just for asian men in the emotion dojo uh, which you can learn more about at bit.ly slash emotion dojo but this is a a practice that we use to really create an open space between us especially as those who who identify as men Um, or with the more heavy masculine energies. So, you know, traditionally it's really hard for us to open up about ourselves, um, to really uncover what's behind the mask or under the armor. And uh, this prompt really, really creates that space powerfully, um, especially in group settings. So all it really is is just starting your sentence with, If you really knew me, you'd know that. And then going off into um, something deeper, something like an emotion that you feel or whatnot. So rather than talking about it, I'll just demonstrate it. Um, If you really knew me, you'd know that I am really unsure of myself that I face a lot of uncertainty. I struggle with anxiety. I distract myself or lose focus when I'm stressed. If you really knew me, you'd know that I care a lot about what people think. I care a lot about how I impact those around me with how 
either my, my thoughts or expressions or actions will affect those it, it lands on. And it's very debilitating. I fear judgment. I fear the criticism. I fear not being able to fight back or defend myself or stand my ground because of this people-pleasing nature that I either was, you know, really embedded with or, or I absorbed growing up in environments where I wasn't allowed to create conflict, you know, to, to cause a, a ripple in, you know, in our, in our path, um, to cause a ruckus. And so I would do everything I can to create harmony in the group, even if it meant losing myself, even if it meant turning on, you know, my own better judgment or, or my values. This happened a lot in the workplace uh, while I was working at Accenture in technology consulting and I find I found myself shrinking quite often, especially around those with bigger energies, with bigger personalities, with stronger opinions, with more credibility or authority or confidence and charisma or even attractiveness. Like I let all of those things make me play small or or providing excuse for me to play small. So if you really knew me, you know that I have been insecure. I I still am insecure about where I'm going, especially on this path, in this entrepreneurial path, in this exploration into myself and whatnot. I'm very insecure in, in where that's going to lead me in where that's going to put me and whether or not I'm wasting my time or just, you know, especially if I'm not going to be able to create the results that I imagine or, or desire or even expect. And so it's a lot of the work and, of course, detaching ourselves from you know, needing it to happen a certain way for us to be happy with what we're doing, right? It's like, it's like I can't, you know, I, I can't create a dependency on something external to fill my own internal void of happiness, right? I totally get that. And yet, of course, it's still very hard to practice so if you really knew me you'd know that I am also excited and grateful and honored and privileged to be able to you know go into this journey within myself and to be able to help others explore themselves as well to, to provide the space where other men could feel comfortable opening up about these things that they normally wouldn't express to anybody else. 
And if you really knew me, you'd know that I even yet still will feel imposter syndrome with that. That I'm not credible enough or that I'm not ready or have the educational background or the experience to to do this. So if you really knew me, you know that I'm in a constant battle between self-doubt, self-criticism, perfectionism, people-pleasing, as well as joy and happiness and confidence and excitement. If you really knew me, you know that I still struggle expressing my emotions, just the many years of suppressing and repressing emotions that I thought were a sign of weakness that I that I thought would taint my reputation or the way people look at me or view me or think about me. All those years of, of holding that back now makes it really hard for me to even identify my emotions in a very like precise way. And not being able to do so does make it difficult to communicate with other people, to develop deeper relationships with people, you know. I, I tend more or lean more towards the surface level and the, being the happy-go-lucky kid and smiling all the time. And, you know, I still do love that about myself as well, but I can see where that gets in the way of developing something more meaningful or intimate, whether it be with friendships or romantic partners or even coworkers. We tend to think that we have to be very stoic and behave a certain way uh, or, or just like, you know, hide, hide back certain emotions, especially in the workplace, um, especially in any professional settings as a manager or a leader whatnot right but there was a balance to that because not really showing what i did care about right not showing what i was passionate about or could stand behind not showing what my values were i was walked all over you know or, or people just walked all over me you know i was passed up for promotions um embarrassed that New hires or new analysts are coming in, making more money than me. I was passed up for, you know, responsibilities within the team, not being trusted enough or not uh, displaying the the leadership skills that, you know, creates the trust for people to assign me that role being a little too shy and quiet, especially around leadership, around the the decision makers, I, again, kept myself small. If you really knew me, you know that I long for a romantic partner. I, I wouldn't say I'm, you know, navigating loneliness per se. I have so many amazing friends and brothers and you know even business partners and 
mentors and coaches and you know the the men in my men's groups like i i have so many i literally have all the other support networks right now um, except for the romantic intimate partner or support so i am lonely in that sense if you really knew me you'd know that i have i was sitting in my room for the last two and a half hours really unsure of what i even wanted to do for this episode um, with this podcast in general with the business with where i want to take it and what are the the right actions to take or you know how do i how do i really move something forward and you if you really knew me you'd know that i'm very risk averse physically financially emotionally it's not natural for me to to do something so risky where it where it puts so much of me or what i have on the line and i'm nervous about what this episode would would be like uh, to to put out there or for anyone to listen to if you really knew me though, you also know that I, again, am so stoked for where this can go. Like, of course, that's gonna create a lot of uncertainty and anxiety within me too, but it's also excitement. It's also, you know, it, it's this reframe within me to say, I get to go explore, I get to go play, I get to I get to be lost in myself. I get to be lost in finding myself. I get to have more control over my time. I get to sit in my room here talking into a mic, talking about my feelings. <laughs> I get to be able to serve others. I get to be able to provide a safe space for others in a way that I didn't get to have growing up. I get to use this time and space for me to reflect on what it means to be the man I want to be emotionally and spiritually. I get to play in the realms of possibilities rather than be held back or handcuffed from other people or culture or my circumstances or any any projections onto me anyone else's shoulds or whatnot and of course you know if you really knew me you know that that's scary you know that i'm scared i'm afraid of what this will mean and whether or not i will get out of the the trenches or how long i could really sustain this like I'm afraid of burning out. I'm afraid of not seeing uh, what I am excited about or becoming the version of myself I want to be, you know, or, or feeling in a way that throws me off course and, and, and really takes a toll and, you know, makes me give up. So I feel all of that. I, it's pretty intense <laughs> feeling it all at once. And really just bouncing back and forth between between them. If you really knew me too, you know that I really appreciate stability. 
I seek security and it's why, like, again, I was saying I was risk averse. It's, you know, there's a reason I went into such a, you know, surefire career in, in time, right? Like in technology consulting, I'm lucky that I was able to perform academically and, and really learn those skills that, that got me here. But so I, I really appreciate stability and, and comfort. I had a lot of judgment and stigma around anybody else who steers away from that, which is very interesting. I remember my friend from high school went to a community college or a state college and never got like a full-time job. He ended up doing just freelancing work and projects here and there. And I had so much judgment against him. Like, dude, what are you doing risking your career? Like taking this risky path and, you know, like that whole struggling artist trope was very much ingrained in me. It's like, it's not even worth pursuing anything creative or, or whatnot because you're, it's, you know, it's really hard to make it. You're not going to be, you're going to be financially strapped. And, and so money for me was um, very important, like financial stability because of my parents, because of, you know, how I was raised, where I was you know, for, for early, for my early uh, years was very privileged. Um, my, my parents were doing pretty well, actually. And we we're like in a nice big suburban house and, you know, in all these white neighborhoods. And so I went to predominantly white schools. And at some point that was all lost when my dad, you know, kept venturing into other business opportunities, really chasing after that American dream, right? And so I saw that, you know, sort of downturn and I would do everything to avoid that. I told myself, okay, I gotta, I gotta do the secure path then. I gotta make sure I do things right, um, which I don't regret. I, <laughs> I get to be here again, sitting in my room recording a podcast, you know, spending my time here just talking. And um, because I, I did put in all that work before the studying, the, the extracurriculars, the saving money, you know, all, all, all the things, right, to, to get me here, I don't regret. I do wish, though, there was a balance to that for me to understand that growth doesn't come from comfort and to really look at where my judgments were coming from regarding that. Like, why was I judging my friend for taking the, the less traveled path? right for for being more creative or whatnot and i wish i was able to see that and say he's doing what he loves and he's not being shamed against it or or uh deterred from it just because of what anybody else thinks you know i wish i was able to see that within what i wanted to do which was to write which is to write books and tell stories and you know, make videos, entertain 
who knows where I would be now, right? And again, I want to, you know, reiterate that I don't regret anything that's happened. I, again, I, I now am in that phase to be able to start exploring all this. Like, it's never too late, right? Which is a, a big reason why I'm, you know, I am creating this podcast to share the lessons learned along the way that I know I would have so much appreciated growing up. So if anything, this is really just a message for my younger self. <laughs> yeah, so going back to the prompt, though, if you really knew me, you know that given everything that I shared up to this point, I am at peace. I am content in my path um, right now in, in being in this discomfort. I, I see that this is a necessary part of the journey for me to grow. Before going into new heights, we do have to dip down low first. We do have to explore the, the basement of our minds, you know. Sometimes it would be dark and heavy and confusing and full of anxiety and paranoia or all these things, <laughs> stressful emotions that so many of us tend to avoid out of wanting comfort and convenience. So knowing that, I, I am content and I trust myself and I am allowing myself to play and explore. And I'm so happy with that process, to, to be able to be in that process. It just, you know, continually takes reminders. It takes, it takes talking it out. It takes really exposing or, or facing these emotions, right? Um, really naming them. And it takes sharing it with someone, which again, I'm so grateful to be able to do in my men's groups that's now allowed me to do this in this podcast to a whole bunch of strangers that I will probably never meet. But this is this is part of the journey. So anyway, I'm going to try to keep this episode short. Um, that was a little preview or example or demonstration of this exercise that we do in our men's group once in a while. And it's so cool. Like if, if this was any, you know, if this created any impact on you, even just listening, just imagine hearing multiple guys talking it through. Um, and then for you to also share your own side of the things like, and, and be heard. It's such a fulfilling and beautiful experience. And I've seen myself again, you know, grow so much in my own expressiveness compared to even just a couple years ago in in all of this, which has been able to deepen my relationships with the men around me as well, who aren't part of, you know, this, these men's groups or, or do any of this, you know, personal development work or, or introspection, right? Um, or at least like that intentionally, uh, they, they do so themselves in their own ways. But uh, anyway, so it's been super cool to see myself develop these skills kind of in this, in this gym, right? In this safe space where I can then 
bring those out into the real world, into my world, and create an impact that way. So, um, yeah, really was exploring how this episode would go by uh, by you know just going on this prompt and seeing what happened. So. Hopefully this was valuable to you and and worth your time. Um, If you were able to pull out any insights for yourself or if it inspires you to do something or take any type of action or even just helped you reframe something or see another perspective, like I would love to hear that. I'd love to, you know, keep the momentum going for you and or, or support you in that journey to really you know, implement these these learnings because uh, you can always absorb all the knowledge you can, but you know how how useful is it if you don't put it into action or, or execute upon it? So, if uh, if this inspires you to want to put in the practice, uh, again, this is what I do in my own men's groups, the ones I've been running now. Um, that is specific and focused to those who identify as Asian men um, because of the common commonalities between culture and uh, ethnicity that I know a lot of us don't want to (laughs) sort of admit but is a part of reality you know obviously our visual appearance our looks are naturally gonna impact how people treat us unfortunately I know ideally in a you know, ideal world we uh, wouldn't have to think about color or, or what we look like physically but it really does have an impact on us which then has an impact on our psyche and the way we think and the emotions we, we feel and are allowed to feel and how we express that so um, you know Asians especially have a, a stigma against mental health you know I learned a stat the other day that Asians are three times less likely to seek out wellness services compared to 18% of the general U.S. population, which is really, I mean, it's its not surprising though, right? Because I grew up where I was like, what what does this mean to, to seek out wellness services? What does this mean to improve mental and emotional health, you know? Um, like I was saying, I was so judgmental around people who you know explore this sort of spiritual path you know like their life purpose or what their emotions mean and all of that like i was very much raised left-brained and you know i went into technology like (laughs) so anyway so doing a lot of this work now and exploring the all the different levels of intelligence that we have that it's not just this intellectual intelligence in our minds but our body's intelligence, our emotional intelligence, our you know, spiritual intelligence. There's so many more sources of data that we can tap into that will excel us into not only being a better man, but a better human. Um, so anyway, I get <laughs> super passionate about talking about that. If you uh, were inspired or am inspired to join in on one of these group sessions, um, you can sign up at bit.ly slash emotion dojo. So bit.ly slash emotion dojo. Um, right now, it is a limited time 
where I'm, I'm still building up the the core member group so you'll get what I'm calling a founder status where it's a heavily discounted price and fee compared to what I will be releasing to the public more on later so definitely check that out at bit.ly slash emotion dojo all the information's there um, I have a video and FAQs and a letter and uh, yeah, lots of things for you to check out if you want to learn more. And I am looking forward to connecting with you and learning more about how I can best support you either individually or in this group. So thank you for listening. Thank you for holding this space for me. And I think I'll just leave it at that. So I'll catch you next Monday. Thanks for listening.